Our podcast is totally funded by you, the audience. If you'd like to help us with the podcast, just go to our Patreon page and subscribe. Patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. You'll get all the episodes in video format, HD video format, and you'll also get a lot more stuff when you subscribe. Go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. Everybody, welcome to Pretender to Contender. Greetings, Joe. Are you coming? We're we're starting. He's in the bathroom. Oh well. Well, when Joe comes, he'll come. And till then, I'm Andrew Steiner, and this is Francesca, my uh, my comedian friend, <laughs> who also happens to be my fiance. What a coincidence! <laughs> How are you doing, Frankie? I've been better. Yeah, you, you got hives. I'm breaking that. out in hives. Yeah. But it's in tribute to your favorite band, right? Yeah. The Hives, Australian proto-punk band. I mean, post-punk band, The Hives. <laughs> mm. So what's new, Frankie? What's new with you? You've been, um, I hear you've been tracking your sleep. Oh, I've been tracking it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And by the way, do you know who told me that? Who? Uh, your landlord. He, I saw him in the street, like rolling down the street, armless and legless. And he was in the gutter and I picked him out and we started talking and he said, um, Frankie's been, you wearing a Fitbit. And I was like, really? She didn't tell me. And um, so, yeah, tell me all about it. What a rat. Yeah. What a dirty rat. Oh, yeah. Salute. We got whiskey. Cheers. Mm. That's good. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, I've been wearing this Fitbit. (laughs) (laughs) I put it down to show the Fitbit. (laughs) I was so excited. I'm going to actually talk into here because there's a microphone. I'm obsessed with it because I like tracking stuff, which Andrew knows. Like game, small game? Yeah, I like tracking. I like tracking everything. I like recording data. I like recording comedy sets. I like uh, making lists. Recording yourself pooping, posting it to Reddit. Yeah, I photograph all of my shits. It's, it's It's a thing. So... Naturally, uh, I like the Fitbit, but it took me a really long time to get it. Mm-hmm. I only was interested in getting one when I found out that it could track all of your sleep information. If we have kids one day, what are they going to think about when they're looking for all their baby photos and they just get to this massive catalog of all your poops? Yeah, well, it'll be right next to all their poops, so at least they won't feel left out. True. All right. That's true. <laughs> That's got to give them a complex, though, if you photograph their poos. Yeah, and there'll be Excel spreadsheets with details. Yeah, on the Bristol stool chart. Oh, absolutely. How do you know about the Bristol stool chart? Your mom's house. Wow. By the way, we're at my mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> and New Rochelle. We're- Shout out to Andrew's mom and yeah. Andrew's mom's house. Yeah, so that's why Joe's... We're finally getting to record in the same place as Joe. And um, 
Yeah, and he's in the bathroom. Speaking of shitting. Missing the whole thing. Yeah. Do you think he'll take a picture for us? Um, I don't know. Probably not. Joe doesn't seem the type. You're right. To kind of collect data. Mm-hmm. Or to even like... Um, or to overshare. Yeah. With to, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but okay, so tell me, like, so what have, what have you learned from your sleep data? Um, my heart is doing the most all night long. The most out of any organ? Yeah, it's just like your sleep, your heart rate is supposed to dip below resting Mm -hmm. like a hammock Mm -hmm. and mine doesn't even stay at resting. Mine goes above resting and it's just like it's jamming. It's partying all night long. And you said that might be like a sleep apnea type thing. That is what Google wants me to believe. Now, let me ask you this. I know some people sleep with earplugs. Do you happen to sleep with a butt plug in your mouth? Um, no, in my nostrils, though, sometimes. Oh, tiny yeah. butt plugs. Yeah. Training butt plugs. Yeah. That's That could be doing it. Have you ever thought of that? No, that's not doing it. No? No. I read on Goop that it's really good for your breathing at night. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. if it's on Goop, then... Yeah, because you're training your nostrils to be bigger. Yeah. And you need to do it when you're... I only do one at a time, you know? Okay, well, that's smart. Yeah. You actually technically breathe only out of one nostril when you're sleeping anyway. You know what's funny is that you said you you want the sleep cycle to be at a hammock, right? Mm-hmm. And you like sleeping in hammocks. Have you ever tried tracking your sleep well in a hammock? Oh, not yet, but you know I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Imagine if you slept perfectly in hammocks and that's just how you have to sleep from now on. I wouldn't be mad at all. I would sleep in a hammock. I'd rather sleep in a hammock than a futon. I wonder if how, what's the best way to get an, a hammock set up in a New York apartment. Well, you just need like that stand like I have on my porch, but mm. you need to put in your bedroom. Big enough room. I used to know someone who like did mushrooms for the first time in his life and then sold his bed and just had a hammock in his room instead of a bed. Hmm. Did it, How was his back? He said he did it for his back. And it was better? I guess so, yeah. Hmm. But I don't keep in touch with him anymore, so you know I don't what I know. do for my back? What? I uh I like hanging upside down while um carrying uh, like dogs that I've kidnapped and then I give them back. I mean, I I'm, I'm not like trying to take people's dog. I just need something that will like move a little bit while I'm hanging because if if you're holding a weight it doesn't really get like the intricacies of the human spine to like stretch out because you need to like shift a little bit and I can't get myself to shift like by myself because that's, I don't know, I just like, it, there's not a natural way to do it yourself so you need something moving. So I like kidnap dogs and then I hang upside down with them and then once I'm done with that, I return the dog. Yeah, that habit's gonna go when we live together. All right, well we gotta get a dog. Or you gotta let me hold you. You're not doing that to my Shih Tzu. I don't want a Shih Tzu. First of all, that's too light for my my back to to help my back. Okay. Thank goodness. Yeah. So okay. So what else have we have we covered this topic to death, or is there anything else we're missing about your Fitbit? I think let's let's give the Fitbit a break. Let's hear about what's going on with you, mm. and then we'll we'll talk about the Fitbit some more. Okay, so I got a uh, agent, 
not that long ago. I don't think I've talked about this, but like through um, Big Pussy from The Sopranos, I he kind of hooked me up with his agent. Name drop. Here we go. What is this? The Masonic symbol? It's a big pussy. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought it was a Masonic symbol. I'm in the Illuminati now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew told us today that he wants to go live at a, a nursing home, For, a Freemason nursing home. So well, listen, I just think... I'm not going to put anything past you anymore. I don't want to live in a nursing home. I yeah. just said that if I have to live in a nursing home, a Masonic nursing home probably is like the most kind and compassionate. Why is that? What do you think they have to offer that other ones that like a like a Jewish nursing home doesn't have to offer? So I feel like they believe in consciousness as like the basis of reality and that God is like in everyone. And and like there it's like a, I think Mason, masonry is like a little bit of a mystic tradition. They, you know, it's a strong structural building. Yeah, they like buildings. <laughs> uh, you can really trust the stonework. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing's going to collapse on you. Yeah. In an earthquake, if you stand under the doorway, it's not going to collapse ever. So you're talking about your, um, your agent, <laughs> Big Pussy. <laughs> talking about my big Masonic pussy. <laughs> big whole Freemason. We were supposed to have Twat. lunch with, with Big Pussy today, but he bailed on us. He's, yeah. Um, but anyway. So anyway, I was hope he feels better. I had an I got an agent and he's been sending me on auditions. They're all virtual auditions, so I don't have to um go anywhere, which is nice, but it's weird. It's like I'm taping a spec commercial in my apartment multiple times a week sometimes. Uh but anyway, I got a call back for this audition that shoots in Slovenia for some software company and they I was perfect for the part and what part was it? Just some kooky nerd. <laughs> some kooky graphic designer nerd. Um, said and thing. It must have weird hair. Like, that's great if you have weird hair. Yeah, Your that's quirky true. quirky hair. Oh, know. yeah. Yeah. You have very weird hair. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I got a call back, which was my first call back for a big one. And I don't think I got it because I haven't heard from them. I sent them paperwork. I don't know. It went okay. I met with the director and the casting agents and via Zoom. And they were nice. They seemed like they were into what I was doing, more or less. And who knows? What I am- wonder what kind of freaky hair you were up against. Yeah. I do wonder what I was up against. But whatever. It's kind of a bummer. It's kind of been bumming me out a little bit. But um, do you... Have you you said you used to go on auditions when you were younger, right? Uh yeah, when I was uh, like in elementary school, like probably like eight to ten kind of. Mm. Um I did child modeling and acting. And you got some parts? The only pot I the only pot I ever got. <laughs> the only <laughs> was for New York Kid. <laughs> New York Kid. <laughs> and then, in hey, the live of, Hey Arnold action. <laughs> it kind of was the part that I got actually though because I got it part as an extra in um a commercial for Merrill Lynch mm. and I was uh, an extra a kid we were like kids in an audience in um a uh, like a auditorium watching excuse me Joe are you okay he's not he's not done yet I could I haven't even heard him flush yet Jesus I don't think. I don't think he's going to be ready soon. He's in there 
10 minutes before we started. The show must go on. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> After last week's chaos or two weeks ago's chaos. Right. <laughs> tell me, so tell me, the Merrill Lynch commercial. Yeah. So I was just like an extra, I was supposed to be a kid in a watching some one kid on stage. I don't know, fucking, fucking become a stockbroker or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're the first ever child stockbroker for Merrill Lynch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, we got Happy Meals, and I never saw the money. So that's that was my claim to fame. I, I actually was in um, a commercial as a kid too. What? For um, I was the first ever child pimp, and I was I was actually I had a, adult women that I was pimping out, and this was for a McDonald's commercial. I was like, "Yo, bitches, you want some McNuggets?" Oh shit, that was you! Yeah, that was oh my me. god, I love that commercial. Yeah, I was good in it. They gave me yeah. a big hat with a feather and everything. Yeah, I used to draw pictures of you in my notebook with little hearts around you, and I was like, "I hope one day he pimps me out." Yeah, and they gave me an afro, which <laughs> I regret doing. I would Ooh. never do that now, and they would never do that now. And luckily, oh. they scrubbed it from the internet. But that's yeah. But I still have those doodles in my notebook. So of me, yeah, you're kind of fucked. Oh, I told you, yeah. I used to is that why you. you clicked on me on the dating website? Yeah, you I was like, "There's me? the Ronald McDonald pimp kid and <laughs> Sam." Oh man, dreamboat. God damn it! <laughs> Snagged him. It's actually the dating app we met on. It's a uh, former child actors <laughs> looking for love. <laughs> There's hope for us too. Yeah. Little, it's called littlemissmoonlight.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the other thing I wanted to talk with you about is uh, moving in together. But actually, I also want to talk, I mean, because we're one of the few couples who are engaged who don't live together. Not one of the few, but, you know, it's like an old school thing. But before yeah. we talk about but that. But now we made it a new school thing. Yeah, it's new school. New yeah. school, old school. New Heard it school. here first. Yeah. Used to be old school, now it's new school. But let's get into that. But for a second, I, w- I want to talk to you about a Pixar um, movie I saw a billboard for today. What was it? It's a new Disney Pixar movie. It's called Turning Red. It's a, I think it's about a woman. She's a scientist or something, I, I gathered, that turns into a red panda bear. Like that walks on two legs and still wears a jacket. I guess she probably still talk and then whatever trials and tribulations that entails. And I couldn't help but wonder with, with all, all these big studios and the NBA more and more catering to China as, as one of the biggest markets in the world as with a growing middle class, I wonder, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I wonder if some guy, was just like a little annoyed at that. And he was like playing a little joke on Disney and Pixar and being like, let's just call this turning red. You know, let's just call this China's taking over. What do you think about that? Do, do I think that's, that's what happened? Well, cause like the red panda is like a Chinese animal. It's one of the like cute animals that, it's like everyone's nose is from That's China. That's true. I know that. But I have to admit that as you were starting, I haven't seen this billboard yet. So as you were starting to tell the story, at first I was just picturing a regular panda, a regular size panda, but it was red, like bright red. And I was yeah. like, that's so weird. 
And I was like, <laughs> how is it going to fit in the same size coat? Like, those were the thoughts going through my head. And then I was like, oh, shit, no, there's the red pandas. I Which know. I think are smaller than They're people. They're much, yeah, they're much smaller. But so this it makes is like sense. a human-sized red panda. What? That's weird. Yeah. And I don't know. It just seemed interesting. Uh, it seemed like... It seemed like a weird, like, uh, Jungian symbolic singularity thing. Like, we're all, like, we're all, we're accepting it if you should accept it, too. Yeah, or just, like, it's part of society now. It's like, China's overtaking the U.S. It is what it is. Let's just go with it. Embrace it. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's what's happening. I mean, maybe there, maybe in a way, maybe in a way that's happening. But when, is this a real movie? I feel like you're making this all up. This is all a lie. (laughs) I'm going to Google this. They used to paint at the Olympics. Oh boy. (laughs) I, as much as I trust you, I truly trust you. Sometimes when you start telling a story, I'm, I'm so unsure of whether or not it's going to be true <laughs> well listen i don't i I, I really can't convince you well let me pull it up let's see if i can google it and and you'll see it turning red turning maybe i'll, po- I'll post a picture <gasps> there you go Tw- oh snap there 20, it is 22 film i want to see the panda oh <gasps> it it's, wait it is kind of what i was picturing it's, it's a giant panda i think it was that big wow this doesn't make any sense now but it's a red panda yeah, but it's, why would they make it so big? Because uh, China's big, baby. I guess that's the point. Maybe you are onto something. <laughs> Maybe you are it does onto look something. Adorable. I want who's who turns into the panda? Is it the little girl right no, there? No, I think it's an adult. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know people. It's Justin Timberlake, actually. No, it's <laughs> it's LeBron James. That's why it's so big. <laughs> Did you hear LeBron James like when he like stood up for China? Like someone was like talking about China's human rights abuses. Like an, another player, or actually it was a coach, I think. Mm-hmm. And LeBron James like don't say talk shit about China. He's like, I'm gonna turn into the red panda. Well, because they have such a, a deal with the NBA. Like the, a lot of the view, a lot of the views that the NBA gets are from China. It's a big sport over there, and they stopped showing the Celtics because I think the team. It's like anti-China or some one of the players is, I think this uh, this Turkish guy is like very anti-China. You know what I think? What I think Pixar's just trying to make their money. Probably I love Pixar. I'm gonna watch it. I mean I love yeah. Pixar. Everything they make. Luca, how good was Luca? Luca was good. If you haven't seen it, if you have kids or if you don't Give have all, kids, no. it's Santa Mozzarella. <laughs> that part was a little iffy. I yeah, don't know. you took offense to that as an Italian, right? Yeah, <laughs> they would just say Santo Ricotta. Yeah, I bet they're gonna pull the same stuff in uh in Turning Red. Oh, they're gonna be like Holy Wonton. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they get away with it. I don't think You're they... right. That's the that's the issue with Italian stuff. Is like you could be so racially incorrect with Italian stuff and make fun of Italian culture, mm. but it's like totally acceptable yeah you sauce monkey see exactly (laughs) i don't remember who came up with that i think it was another comedian but i think it's such a funny term for italians it might be chris de stefano he might have been the one give him a shout out yeah is he a sauce monkey himself yeah i don't know maybe even worse um 
But Frankie. But Andrew. Before we talk about moving in together. For we, the first time ever, this is where we're going to open this box. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk more about lollipops. Let's. Because, What's your favorite lollipop? Well, it's this kawarimbo. Kawarimbo. It's this Japanese lollipop. I can't find it anywhere. They make it with glucose instead of corn syrup. So it's like super hard. And then there's like a little fucking wafer, like a little pop rock type wafer in the middle of it. And then the, the handle that you hold the lollipop stick with is gum coated in plastic. So you peel the plastic off after you eat the lollipop and then you have a stick of gum. And it's just the best lollipop ever. And they stopped making them. And it's and I can't find them. They were like sold out or taken off the off the websites for Japanese candy everywhere. So it's making me think that I'm I have cancer because I ate a bunch of these because they don't sell them anywhere. Well, I think what happened was uh, people kept using them as butt plugs, but they don't have a stopper. So a butt? Why would they yeah. use it? It's not the shape of a butt plug. Exactly. That's weird. Why would they use that out of any of all lollipops? Um, because of the name. Kawarimbo? Yeah. What's that mean in Japanese? It means stick it up my butt. Oh. Yeah. Now that you're saying that, that might be true. Um, well, Frankie, what's, <laughs> did you, are you a lollipop liker? Um. Liquor liker? I'm a liquor of lollipops. <laughs> uh, no, I think lollipops used to be real cool back in the day. Mm. Now the only time I think I'll eat a lollipop is like, I can't even think of why I would eat a lollipop. I mean, I, I try to avoid I have no reason. candy generally, but I would eat one of those Kawa Rimbos right now. I'm like, I feel like the face you make eating a lollipop is so. Well, I don't lick it like that. I don't go like this. I don't do that normally. Yeah. But you know what? I, I like reading a book, like reading a novel while eating a lollipop. I don't know. I have an oral fixation. Yeah. I used to eat those mega blow pops. I feel like blow pops in like high school were like very sexual. Do you remember the slice pops? No. What's that? They're like shaped like a slice of watermelon. Do you remember the apple caramel pops? Kind of. There's an apple flavored lollipop with caramel coated on it. Ew. It was actually really good. That's gross. No, they're so good. You would like it. You ever uh, find out how many looks it took to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Um, no, because I'm not insane. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. You've too. tried, though. Everyone's I tried. tried. I give up. Yeah. You ever use a lollipop sexually? No. Poor Joe. He's missing out on our sex talk again. It's like every time. Joe, you ever use a lollipop sexually? <laughs> I think he said yes. I, I doubt know. it. I don't know. I think he was asking us to call an ambulance. Uh, maybe. Yeah. You okay? <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so moving in together. We were planning on not moving in together until we got married. And now we're like, okay, well, maybe we'll move this up. Maybe we'll li live together. Because uh, you uh, your house troubles, partly. Wow, you're just so excited about the 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 possibility of living <laughs> with me. You just can't contain it. <laughs> Shit. Um. <sighs> fuck. Holy matrimony. What a bore. Yeah. Well, here's the deal, Andrew. Mm -hmm. I really like living by myself, mm -hmm. and I like having my own bed. 
and your living standards for a while were not up to my standards. Living standards? What does that mean? My cleanliness? Yeah, your cleanliness. Your bed make my bed making. Yeah, you've gotten better with that. You got a bed to make. <laughs> that was a big thing too. You got a couch. Remember when you didn't have a couch? Yeah. Those were tough times. Yeah, those were anxious times. Yeah. Um so I feel more confident now that it'll be fun to live together and not like um stressful. Like my issue is I'm always worried that like if you live which I've done because I've done this in the past, you live with someone too soon before you really like get to know each other more and you kind of like fill in these like traditional domestic roles because you're trying to like make the other person happy and you end up kind of getting stuck in like these domestic roles. And that's what I was trying to avoid. Hmm. That's fair. I'm very, I'm very easy to get stuck in that because I hate washing dishes and I generally don't like cleaning but I, I mean, even before we started dating, I was making an effort to get better at those things. And I think, um, yeah, I'm still getting better. And I'm, I do feel better when I make my bed every day. I've been doing it generally every day, regardless of whether you're coming over or not. That's impressive. Yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah, so I'm doing it more for me than for you these days. And that's exactly like that's where it's like where I feel like we can live together and be happy where it's like we both want to keep our living quarters comfortable for us. It's not like I feel responsible to do it all or you feel responsible to do it all. And we both cook. We both enjoy cooking. Um, But it was also just... I don't know. I was like, I think really having your own bed is so nice and totally underrated. Mm. I really think the old school way where like husband and wife used to have separate beds or even different bedrooms. Honestly, that was the move. Mm. Like you could still sleep together when you want to, but then you also have the option to like have your own bed. I mean, I guess I see your point. I like, I like sleeping alone sometimes I like having the spread out space but the thing is is that you you know I mean we travel we both travel we both, we both <laughs> some sorry, fucking I'm yawning. She was, this lady's got hives She's, come on I got hives who knows what kind of drugs I took for the hives you gotta yeah. give me a break yeah alright we'll make this a short one <laughs> um, but yeah I feel like if I wind up having more success as an actor and a comedian uh, you know i'm not gonna be there all the time oh that's a good point so you're gonna have your bed to yourself sometimes anyway yes and so yeah but yeah i definitely do really think having your own space is important that's why i'd be really stoked if we could afford a two-bedroom in Manhattan. Yeah, and then anyone on the internet who wants to come and live in our second room. Anyone? Please come over. Hell no, not anyone. Anyone, anybody out there. Yeah. We love all people. Black guys, we like the fucking Red fuck pandas, good. you like lollipops, you like sticking lollipops up your butt, come to our house. Yeah, sure. 
We lost our only viewer just now. <laughs> Did we really? I think so. Uh, they were like, I'm not coming over. I'm not. Or they, they logged out because they're coming over. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right. They're on. They're like, I'm sure. on my way. Um, um, oh, my other issue with living together hmm. too soon in, in our modern day society is like moving is so crazy expensive, especially in the city. And I think going through relationships where like you think okay this is gonna be something long term and then you have to like break up and move out and like separate all your shit i just was like at this point in my life i can afford to live by myself i had definitely moved in with people in the past because it was cheaper and more convenient to live together mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't have to do that now so i'm literally not moving in with someone unless it's like because we're getting married because you are actually committed to me because there's a ring on this finger because we're doing the damn thing if you like it you should have put a ring on it no seriously yeah it's like i would uh, uh, yeah uh. like i was like i refuse to just live together and then have to break up and then separate your whole life or you don't break up because you live together like you keep making excuses to stay together right and so um that was a big thing yeah i've done that too yeah and I've, i think a lot of people do that yeah so i get you and that's why i was okay with it and um yeah but that doesn't mean i'm not excited to move in together um at some point i'm excited now too yeah i'm excited um yeah but frankie um and then you can get a fitbit and then we can we could compare our sleep we'll side by side we'll we do, could do our stress oh we'll yeah do control studies oh you know what we should do is we'll get a bed and then we'll have a hammock on the side because that doesn't take up a lot of space and when i need my alone space even if you're home, you're not out traveling, I go in my hammock. You're going to sleep in the hammock all the time then. Yeah, I totally am. Well, you could have your futon that you fold up, uh -huh. and then we'll have a real bed. We'll have three beds. a variety of sleeping apparatus. Wow. Apparatus. That sounds right. Yeah, that's Apparatuses. Well, anyway, I think we've done enough. We're tired. Frankie's got hives. Um, Honestly, we did good despite the hives, so. Yeah. Um. But Frankie, do you have anything you want to plug? Yes. Um, lots of good stuff coming up in March. Oh, yeah. Um, on March 4th and March 18th, you could catch me on the Jimmy People's Midnight Show at the Bitter End. Hell yeah, that's a that's great That's super show. fun. And then on March 23rd, and another day in March, which I am, I think it's March 11th. No, no, March 12th and March 23rd, I will be at the underground comedy show at Adora Lay. And that, that's in the village. I think the one on the 12th is at 9.30 and the one on the 23rd, which is a Wednesday, is at 8.30. And Todd runs a really fun show. So... If you're around for any of those in March, come out and see me. Yeah, and Adora Lay is a great swanky bar. Yeah, what do you got to plug? Uh, well, first of all, check out Joe's dates at joematterese.com and check out Joe on TikTok and all that stuff. And um, I'm going to be doing a show with Joe March 3rd or 7th. I don't know. Oh, I'm excited that's for that show. That's the weed show. show. So that's on Joe's. Tickets should be on Joe's website. Come to that. That's going to be really fun. Um I think you can like there's going to be an edible weed menu that you can order off of. And then other than that, I'm doing a show in Brooklyn on the Saturday, the 26th or something. 
Next Saturday? No, I don't know. Next Saturday is the 26th. Oh, yeah. I have mm-hmm. a show. Uh, Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, maybe our show will be coming back soon. Yeah. One last TBD. First. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's about it. That's all I want to plug. That's good. That's fun. But yeah, fun. Follow, follow my YouTube, please, because uh, I'm working hard on building my YouTube channel. So just search Andrew Steiner on YouTube and hit the subscribe that would mean a lot to me and thank y'all for listening and joe will be out of the bathroom probably by next week i think we might do another live episode together with joe and live stream it so keep your eye out for that joe will share details about us live streaming it and i will too on my instagram and uh thanks for watching yeah thank you beautiful people good night <laughs>